0: The Carolina Hurricanes kicked off their five-game road trip with a win over the San Jose Sharks on Friday night. And tonight, they're looking to continue that with a game against the Seattle Kraken. Find out all about Friday's game and tonight's game in this episode of Locked on Hurricanes. Your Locked on Hurricanes, your daily podcast on the Carolina Hurricanes. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, Kaniacs. I'm your host, Jared Ellis, and you are listening to Locked On Hurricanes on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team Every day, And as always, thank you for making Locked On Hurricanes your first listen of this Monday afternoon. Don't forget to follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at LO underscore Hurricanes and myself on Twitter at Jared Ellis underscore 96. And of course, the Carolina Hurricanes are in the midst of their West Coast road trip because the state fair is going on here in Raleigh right across the street from PNC Arena. So not really going to be some good uh hockey traffic to deal with. So they're obviously on their road trip, and they kicked that off on Friday against the San Jose Sharks. It was the first installment of Canes After Dark this year. If you guys know about that on Twitter, then God help you. <laughs> but it, the Carolina Hurricanes against the Sharks, we're going to recap that real quick, as well as hear from Rod Moore and Brent Burns in their post-game comments as well. But just a quick recap of that game. It, the Hurricanes, first off, they won 2-1. to one. Yay! <laughs> but it, it wasn't a very pretty game, in my opinion. The first period was very much like the season opener of the Hurricanes, really just struggling to find their game, find their footing. And San Jose was the same way, same way as well, so... It wasn't all Hurricanes uh, there, but yeah, that is something that is definitely really going to have to get under control because we you can't keep playing from behind. I get that was just the second game of the season. Tonight's the third. But this is stuff they need to go ahead and start working at fixing because we've seen how this goes time after time of, them getting out to slow starts having to play from behind and yeah they make a run but sometimes sometimes they're able to win sometimes they're not uh and yeah yeah that goes for every game uh that's ever been played and regardless of the sport but the hurricanes cannot keep playing from behind like they did in the season opener against columbus and on friday against san jose can't keep doing that uh because, you know, Evgeny Svechnikov, uh, you know, he ended up getting the Sharks' lone goal in that game. And really, the the goalies were the X-Factors in this game for both teams. James Reimer obviously played for the Hurricanes, you know, for a couple years and knows a lot of the guys on this team and how to stop them. So, of course, he's the guy you want in net for this. Uh, So, of course, that's going to be the case. And that was the case last season, whenever we played San Jose. James Reimer, he was on a different level playing against us. We know how good he is for us, and we're seeing now just how good he is against us having played for the Hurricanes uh, for those years, kind of knowing, again, just how some of these core guys play and what to expect from them. And on Ranta, He was the reason it wasn't as bad as it could have been for the Hurricanes. He kept the Hurricanes in this when they were struggling out on the ice to find their game. He was the team MVP in this game against San Jose. And without him, it definitely would have been a loss because of just how good James Reimer was for the Sharks. If it wasn't for Ranta, this would have been a, a loss for the Hurricanes because of how good Reimer was and just how slow the Hurricanes were at trying to find their game, plain and simple. But thankfully, the Hurricanes did end up finding their game. You had Martin Natchez tying it towards the end of the second period. Andre Sveshgod he had an amazing strip off of LeBanc uh, and then passed it over to Natchez and had a great, beautiful play to tie it up have the Hurricanes get a bit of momentum heading into that third period, and it was more of the same getting into the third period. Both teams just kind of going back and forth, both goalies making great saves, and it wasn't until the final two minutes of the game that the Hurricanes ended up taking a lead. That was by Sebastian Ajo with a minute 58 left in the game. Sebastian Ajo coming in clutch. That's why we have him <laughs> Plain and simple. Yeah. You know, that's why, you know, he's the face of the franchise. Yeah. You know, he's supposed to be the guy that makes those clutch goals whenever you need it most. And that's what he did in this game, gave the hurricanes the win, got the game winning goal. And like I said, the hurricanes were lucky to come away with the win in this game. If Auntie Toronto wasn't on his game so much, it would have been a lot worse, but this game was also Brent Burns' return to San Jose after spending 11 seasons there with the Sharks. And this is what he had to say in postgame.
1: How's surreal was it to be back here after all these years from San Jose and being the visiting guy?
0: Yeah, it's tough. I, I think
2: it's, uh, you know, I, I knew it was going to be hard. It's just a weird day, um, you know, walking in and seeing all the security guys that got to know so well. And, um, you know, you're trying to, read face-offs and guys are you know you're smiling at guys it's just it's a it's it's great it's great to be back it's great to see a lot of really good people that uh have meant a lot to to me and my family for the last 11 years and but it is it's weird to play hockey you know i think it's nice to get that over with and um but but it's awesome it's a it's a great barn um i was happy it was a home opener the bracelets are b- buzzing and it's uh it's just a great great building you know walking into the rink and, and seeing the, the festivities going on and um yeah it's a special place I, I, i've always said like that jersey i think is special for a lot of hockey guys i, I think it didn't matter where you're from you, you grew up in europe you grew up in uh, canada but that shark you know it's a lot of starter jackets as kids and, and wearing that hat and you know, special to put that jersey on and it's, it's good to come back.
1: Uh, Is everything that expected to be as far as
2: emotion wise? Yeah, no, it's, I mean, you trying to not to think about it, and, you know, hopefully you get a good nap and it was, it, you know, I was good. And it's just weird. I don't know. It's, it's still weird for me to go to mini and then it's been a long time since I've been there. And um, so it's not normal. It's just, you know, I think, we're creatures of habit. Um, anytime you get out of that, it's kind of weird, but it was special. It was great. Uh, I, you know, it's, it was uh, it was awesome, you know, just to see the video and see, see some of the, you know, the guys and some of those moments that we had. And um, it's just a special place. It's, uh, you know, great people. You know, warm up, you're trying to get going and you know, look at over seeing guys. I had pucks coming flying at me. I know they're coming from deep down there for sure. Hurdle sent me, hit me in the skates a couple of times. Uh, you know, it's just, it's a great group of guys over there. And, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely tough. To, that's the hardest part is to, to leave those people. And, um, you know, in saying that it's, it's exciting. I think as an older guy, it was, it's been good. I've, I've said it before, but, um. You, you get a fresh boost of energy and nerves, and um, it's it, that that part of it's good. It's just it's always hard to come back. And we you able to get a chance to visit for some of those guys. In- no, I'm talking to you guys. They're all over there. I'm, I'm supposed to go <laughs> see them. I, I tried to dodge this. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go see him now. I really appreciate Definitely. it. Uh,
0: yeah. So of course that was something I mentioned in the preview of the game. The emotions being there from Brent Burns and being something that would be playing a factor in that game. And again, you know, he spent eleven years of his life there in the Sharks organization. So Fanda, you know, be welcome back the way he was. If you haven't seen that video that uh the Sharks did for him, go watch it. it. It was a very nice video uh tribute that they did for him. So go watch that. But yeah, you know, the emo- he obviously played, you know, a good game. You know, you, you expect that from him. But you know, that was really something that he mentioned, you know, it's, it's still hard going back to Minnesota and weird going there and to get this game just done and out of the way. Uh, I know that sounds a little harsh, uh, but to get that done and out of the way, like last year, getting that first loss out of the way, they opened up like nine and O or something like that, getting that first, one done and out of the way I think it's going to be good for him to you know just get going you know uh, again you know having spent so long there it can be a little weird going to somewhere new and it's going to be a great season for Brent Burns we talked about it before but again the emotions riding high for him in that game and then to go out and have a good game and speaking of emotions riding high of course we did have uh, Jalen Chatfield dropped the gloves. I did forget to mention that earlier, but you'll love to see that. But it, we also got to hear from Rod Brindamore after the game on Friday, and this is what Rod had to say.
1: Down by one, and this group just continues to battle back through the first two games. What have you learned about the resiliency of this team? Well, not really learning anything. I kind of know already, we, you know how we're going to play. We just keep playing our game. I mean, we got it was kind of a, you know, I don't say lucky goal we got in the first one, but um, you know, I thought we were playing okay, not great in the first, but then second and third, uh, we got right third game. You know, we got rewarded for you know a pretty good effort. Auntie Bronson with some key saves. What did you see from him tonight? Didn't have a lot of work, but then when he did, all of a sudden he was huge. There was one penalty kill there where he made two or three great A's, and then at the end of the game came up with a couple big ones. So you got to have that, right? Like that's what it takes. I mean, you know, the other the other goalie was playing great. Lines was playing, phenomenal, keeping his team in the game, and um, you know, Rance was right there. equal to the pass. Marty Natus with another yeah. golden Knight. What kind of impact can it's he been make? Great. So, I mean, that's, now he's just got to keep doing that, right? I mean, this is what we knew about. He had this capability, and, you know, it's two games in. But uh, it's pretty, pretty impressive, two games.
2: What was your view on Ajo's game? What did you see on that? Well, play? it was,
1: you know, again, I thought we had a lot of play in, in, in the O zone. We weren't just a lot of close calls, and that was just a great play by, you know, Pesh taking a little second to look, and, you know, Ajo beats his guy in that, and, you know, on the tape, put it in. So, all had a bunch of chances. Rhymes made it you know, a power play there, just robbed them right before there, about a shift or so before. And, you know, so I, I, think, we, I think we got what we deserve tonight, for sure.
2: Is it kind of special being the Sharks' home opener to have Burns come back at the yeah. that You guys are going to win for,
1: for For sure. Um, you know, it's, it's – it's a great moment for him. They did a nice tribute there. I thought uh, all that. It, it was a special night for him. And the only thing would have been better if he would have got the game winner. You know, but uh, I, I'm sure he's pretty happy with the way went. You so, think the group had any extra mo- motivation to get him to win tonight? Definitely. I mean, that's that's what it's about. I mean, we all know it was a big game for him. He'll remember this game, you know, for the rest of his life. And you no, know, none of us will probably will. But you know, it's special for right. him, and we knew
2: that. Good yeah. for special going up against his brother.
1: Yeah, that's a question for him. Yeah, I really think, cool. you know,
0: they've done it a few times now, yeah. but uh, that's pretty, it is pretty cool to be able to do that. All right. Thanks, Rob. You got it, guys. So, you know, Rod echoing the same thing that I've said already of Auntie Ranta being on it for the Hurricanes. Yeah, he didn't have to face a whole lot. I want to say the San Jose Sharks only had like nine sh- or 19 shots, not nine shots, but. Yeah, him really coming up big for the hurricanes, Rhymer, keeping the sharks in it. And yeah, you know, again, yeah, first period. I Rod said it was okay. I personally think yeah, you know, they it wasn't god awful by any means, but I I still wanna see some work be done there. Uh because this is an issue that We've had with this team for a while of the slow starts. It's not just this season. If you remember last season, you know, if you were listening to the show then, that's a criticism I had pretty much the entire season of the team getting off to slow starts. And this team is very resilient and they always battle back and they never give up. But again, like I said, you can't do that for. 82 games or 80 more games of the regular season. Now you you can't do that. You cannot keep doing that. And they really need to get that under control. And of course, like Rod said, big big games from Brent Burns. Uh, for him, you know, this game he's gonna remember uh for the rest of his life. And you know, like I said, it's good to you know, get that first game in San Jose out of the way because. That's going to be a big, you know, monkey off his back. You know, you're looking at the calendar. just like, you know, got to go play against the team I played for for 11 years. you know, getting that off his back. But San Jose, that was Friday. That, that was Friday. Now it's time to move on to tonight against the Seattle Kraken. And we will do that right after this quick break, folks. Folks, the numbers don't lie in the last decade, over 4 million people have chosen Simply Safe security to protect their home. You don't trust that many people without doing something right. At Simply Safe, your safety is the only thing that matters. With 24 7 monitoring, Simply Safe's agents call you the moment a threat is detected and dispatch police or first responders in an emergency, even if you're not at home or can't be reached they have blankets of home protection with advanced sensors for every room window and door hd security cameras for inside and outside your home smarter ways to detect motion that only alert you when the threat is real and even hazard sensors that instantly detect fires floods or other threats to your home their monitoring experts use proprietary advanced response technology to visually confirm when a break-in is real, so you can get the highest priority police dispatch. So, right now you can go to simplysafecom NHL to save twenty percent on your Simply Safe security system when you sign up for an interactive monitoring plan and get your first month free. Visit simplysafe.com slash locked on NHL to learn more. There's no safe, like simply safe. Now, folks, again, the hurricanes are in Seattle tonight. This is the first time they're in Seattle this season. And this is going to be, I feel, a bit of a different team than we saw last year for Seattle. Last year's Seattle team, yeah, you know, while we did split that season series, yeah, you know, they won in Seattle. We won in Raleigh. You know, I feel that this team is it, given it's very early in the season, but, you know, you look at the team right now, you know, they are, they're rolling. They've had nine different players score a goal already this season, and they have the fifth best power play in the NHL and are on a three game power play goal streak. So you look at that, this team, you know, they, they got some momentum going into this game and yes the hurricanes do as well so that's going to be some interesting stuff to see and you know i've mentioned in the past how one thing that the hurricanes have working for them is that you can't just shut down like one or two guys you know how other teams you're like all right you know the offense is going through this guy and or that guy and so that's something that's worked for the Hurricanes in the past, but it's something that's working for Seattle right now. Again, they've had nine different guys score a goal already this season. So it's not like you have to, you know, focus all of your attention on these one or two guys. You know, you got a bunch of guys that you're going to have to look out for, for Seattle. And that's going to be something that the Hurricanes are going to have to look out for tonight. It's something that we know they can do. They've obviously went up a against teams like that in the past done it well and that's going to be a big thing for them tonight and you also look at the hurricanes you know again I mentioned you know, them having some in them uh, two guys in particular Marty Natchez and Andre Svechnikov, both being on point streaked Natchez leading the team in goals you heard Ron say after San Jose yeah you know, he's got stuff going for him. he needs to keep it going that's the big thing with Natchez you know let's not start to pet her out and you know another thing is Sebastian Ajo in the past he's had slow starts to the season kind of not great in October we did see that flip last year hopefully that game-winning goal in San Jose wasn't just a one-off and we're seeing him tonight as well show up and you know be the clutch guy that we know he is and can be that's going to be big as well. I want these guys that are having some momentum to continue having that momentum tonight because Seattle's got momentum on their side. We want that to continue for us as well. And you, know, one thing that, you know, I mentioned, you know, with Sebastian, Aho not being great in October is that the Carolina hurricanes. One thing that it's a fun stat and yeah, you know, I don't put a whole lot of weight into it, but, they are really, really good in the month of October. Uh, since the 2018 season to now, they are 24-8-3 and 3 with a .735 win percentage, and they have won their last 12 games in the month of October. So I I don't put a whole lot of weight into that because that's just kind of a fun little stat there. But the Hurricanes, they, they get off to good starts, and... Looking at that right there, that's a great start. Yeah, and it's something that's not just, you know, a one off type thing you know, like last year when they went undefeated in the month of October. Now I don't think that's gonna happen again, but you know, they get off to really good starts over the past few years. And that is something that maybe they maybe helps them, maybe doesn't. I again I'm not putting a whole lot of weight into that, but the Hurricanes, you know, going into tonight's game against Seattle, they, they know what they got to do. And again, the big thing for me, we're going to go ahead and get into the keys of the game now, is avoiding that slow start. Yeah, let's show up. Uh, and not be struggling to find their game early. It's one thing, you know, if you got your game going and the period ends tied or you're down one nothing, or something like that. But like if you found your game, then okay. But as we've seen in these first two games of the season, that hasn't been the case. They've been struggling. They've been sluggish. They can't really get anything going and clicking. And that's something that's really got to change tonight for the hurricanes to really just build some more momentum on this season, come away with the win tonight, but also just advance in the season to, uh, in general, because you can't keep doing that and playing from behind. That is going to be big for me tonight. Again, I did mention, you yeah, all I want to see Marty nature's continue his momentum that he has extend his point streak. Same with Andre stretch I'd like to see, uh, Sebastian Aho, <laughs> I can't believe I forgot his name there. Uh, again, also you know, just continue to have a good month of October and not fall into the Ajo in October that we've seen in the past. I also would like to see you know some other guys you know be not necessarily showing up. everyone's showed up for the most part uh, this season. But I'd like to see some other guys, you know, just kind of step up and have themselves a game tonight. You know, obviously, you know, we talked about him a lot with San Jose. I want to see Brent Burns, you know. I want to see him notch his first as a Hurricane. Stefan Nazan, I would love to see him finally notch a goal for the Hurricanes this season because in the last game against San Jose, He only had a little over seven minutes of ice time, seven minutes and eight seconds, two minutes and 18 of which were on the power play. He had five shots and I want to see him get rewarded for that because again, Andre Kasha, he's been sent back to Raleigh due to a possible concussion. So Nathan likely still going to be in the lineup tonight against Seattle, but I want to see him get rewarded. You know, some of these guys have been playing really well I do want to see them get rewarded on the score sheet whether it be a goal an assist something like that I, I want to see some of these other guys get rewarded and you know I also want to see you know just them support the goalie a little bit more uh, that kind of really goes with finding their game early and not you know having to have their goalie bail them out. Uh, for a good portion of the game like we saw against San Jose I don't want to see that again again just find their game early that's the biggest thing I can say with this game if they can do that they can win this game easily I think that the Hurricanes are definitely going to outmatch the Kraken but again the Kraken do have some momentum on their side and that's going to be big but we also got to look at the potential lineup for tonight for the Hurricanes, and we'll do that right after this quick break. Now, folks, it's time to predict the lineup for tonight for the Hurricanes. Obviously, it's a 10 p.m. puck drop. It's 11:37 uh, a.m. here in Raleigh, so lines have not been announced as of right now, and they won't be for several more hours. So that is something there so we're really just going to be predicting just what we could possibly see for the Hurricanes because, again, going back to the home opener, uh, Don Waddell did say that that lineup that we saw on October 12th, maybe not the same one we're going to see uh, whenever they come back from this road trip. I do think with this game tonight, I think the... Really, the only change we're going to see in this game is potentially the third pairing on the blue line being changed. I think forward wants that it's going to be the exact same thing that we saw against San Jose. I think that it will still be Sebastian Ajo uh, centering. Table Terravinen and Seth Jarvis, then Andre Sveshkov, yes, Spirit Yemi, Marty Naches, Paul Statson, Jordan Stahl, yes, for Foss, Jordan Martin Derek Stepan, Stefan I think forwards, that's what it's going to be uh, tonight. I don't see that changing in the slightest. I think the only thing we maybe see change is that third pairing. Of Calvin DeHaan and Jalen Chatfield maybe getting uh switched out to Ethan Barrett, Dylan Coglin, or some combination of it switching. That's really the only thing I see switching tonight. I think your defense the other two pairs are obviously staying the same of Jacob Slavin, Brent Burns, Brady Shea, Brett Pesci, those aren't getting changed at all. Uh, we know that. Uh goalie wise is something that I'm not sure. Uh, I think you maybe go Freddie. You maybe go wrong so both have made really good cases for themselves. It's not like either has played poorly so far this season. I think, you know, you kind of want to get them both, you know, just ready to go, uh, and get them in the season because I said, you know, early on, you know, you don't want to ride Freddie too hard this season. Uh, to potentially save his body, you know, for later in the season and in the playoffs, so you aren't having a situation like last year. But, you know, you also want to get him ready as well, and you don't want to have him, you know, rusty. Uh, But, again, I think with either goalie, you know, you can't go wrong. Ronta had a great game on Friday. Freddie, you know, was really good in the home opener as well. You can't go wrong there. I honestly think it's a coin flip. I thought Freddie would have been getting the start in San Jose just with the way it had been in the past, but they went ahead on with Ronta. I'm fine with that. I'm fine if they go with Freddie tonight. I'm fine if they go with Ronta tonight. Both have shown they got it. Yeah you know, I'm I'm not necessarily worried about oh God, you know, who is it gonna be? Yeah, you know, it's a coin flip, really. Uh had to put money on it, I'd probably say Freddie. Uh, I think yeah, you know, they may flip back and forth uh here, you know, to start out the season. Again, you could also, you know, take into consideration the next two games, you know, of uh, being Edmonton and Calgary. Maybe you want Freddie for those games. So you play Ronta tonight. Maybe that's what you do there. I think that again, you can't go wrong either way of whatever you Whatever they decide to do tonight, whether you go Freddie or Ronta. I'm fine with either. Again, the big question is gonna be just that third pairing on the blue line. Is it Dahan Chatfield? Is it Barr Coglin? A combination of the bo- of both of them. I'm not sure. I think you know, Jalen Chatfield, he needs to stay in the lineup because the man's you know, he's, he's taking every opportunity that he has right now. And I'm really enjoying what I'm seeing from him, Calvin Dahan. Yeah, you know, he had that uh you know one miss uh in that game against San Jose when Evgeny fired the shot by him and you know then him get, getting past Ronta as well it was really the kind of the only hiccup in my opinion that he's had so far this season. Then uh that penalty that he took in the home open. That's really been it. Yeah. So I think you're fine, you know, keeping those guys in, but again, you also do want to get the other guys in. You don't want them to be developing any sort of rust or anything, you know, sitting up in the press box or anything like that. I do think tonight would be a good opportunity to get Ethan Bear and Dylan Coglin in the lineup, give Chatfield and Dahan a break. Uh, but it's really just something we're gonna have to wait and see. Uh I could really see it going either way. I felt the same way in San Jose. I thought you know, that was a team you could go either way. I think you need to get, if it was my opinion, I think you need to get Bear and Coughlin in there tonight because you know, you're going to go against you know two powerhouses in the next two games in Edmonton and Calgary. So you're going to want to know, all right, you know, which is the better defensive pairing or combination of them both, whatever it may be. You mm-hmm. want to get them in now so you're not, oh, I'm going to plug this pairing against uh, Connor McDavid, and it's not really working, you know? So I think tonight they probably should go with Ethan Bear and Dylan Coglin. Not that DeHaan and Chatfield have done anything wrong by any means. I think they've been pretty solid. But I do think you need to get those guys in the lineup and just see what they can bring in the regular season. Obviously, Coghlan looked really good in the preseason. Bear, not so much. So... They got to get in at some point. I think tonight's the perfect opportunity to do it. But I'm just a podcast host. I don't get to make those decisions. But if it were me, forward line's the same. Top two defensive pairings the same. I think you go Bear Coglin, And then I think you go Auntie Ranta tonight in goal. So you got a well-rested Freddie Anderson heading into Edmonton. But that's just me let me guys let me know what you guys think on twitter and instagram at lo underscore hurricanes and on my own personal twitter at jared ellis underscore 96 don't forget to subscribe to the show on youtube and hit that notification bell and i will talk to you guys in tomorrow's episode where we recap tonight's game against the kraken